the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick. And that's what we do. We get you caught up with people and organizations, and in this particular case, companies that are making San Antonio a better place to live. Uh, our guest today, Dr. Jake LeCuellar, who's the CEO of the Laurel Ridge Treatment Centers here in San Antonio. We're going to talk to him about Laurel Ridge, but what we really want to talk to him about, too, and, and, and he's he's on board with this, is we're going to talk about the, the mental health aspect of, of COVID-19 and, and what you're going through, and you're going to get some good advice on, on the show. Uh, Dr. Cuellar, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing okay in light of uh, this crisis. And uh, Milton, I appreciate you having me on for this uh, incredibly important subject matter. Thank you so much. Let's do this, too, real quick. So folks who don't know who Laurel Ridge is uh, and what you do, uh, set us up. Tell us a little bit about the organization, your mission, the, the company, all that. Yeah, you bet. So Laurel Ridge Treatment Center is a freestanding behavioral health hospital located here in north central San Antonio, a place on 18 beautiful acres off of 1604. Um, we provide uh, behavioral health, the comprehensive behavioral health treatment to uh, folks ages four on up to as old as, old as people get. Um, we've been uh, practicing here in the community for both um, across that full continuum of, of psychiatric care from inpatient to, to partial hospitalization to outpatient programs uh, since uh, 1987. Wow. And, yeah, and we have a little over uh, 600 uh, dedicated uh, psychiatrists, other physicians, uh, psychiatric nurses, and uh, licensed uh, counselors um, here at the campus. Um, I honestly, I've been trying to think about where to start on this, and I may just throw it to you to, to start us, because with COVID-19 happening right now and the stay-at-home, um, people are running the gamut of uh, of emotions of anxiety of depression i i just even just with with people that i know it's it's not hard to see what's happening and so where do i start in talking about the, the mental health aspects of this sure there, i mean there's a lot of uh, key areas for us to, to we'd like to bring up i mean the outbreak of corona virus in particular has been stressful, I think, for, for all people. And there's been a lot of fear and anxiety about, about this disease. And I think we all know everyone reacts very differently to uh, stressful situations. And we're certainly seeing a lot of different responses um, and some more strongly to the stress of, of, of this crisis in, in particular. And as we're seeing, you know, the stay-at-home orders and uh, just uh, a lot of the um, changes uh, that have been occurring, um, it's been affecting both uh, children and adults in, in different ways. Um, we see uh, both children and teens who um, you know, just have a, a colossal shift in um, their day-to-day lives where a lot of their uh, structure has been 
taken away. Um, they're not um, going to, to school, and a lot of their routines have been broken up. But what we see in Babel Health is um, really, truly, their, their support networks have, have been removed, including peers and teachers and, and counselors. And for adults, um, we see uh, a lot of stress of the different situations of being home, including those who've um, gone, uh, sadly, un unemployed as well. And so uh, I think it's, it's critically important for us to talk about some of the mental health consequences of, of COVID-19, um, and most importantly, how we can maintain everyone's behavioral well-being, both in the short term and as well as the long term. Well, let's do that. Our guest today, Dr. Jake McQuay, our CEO of Laurel Ridge Treatment Centers. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the mental health consequences. And again, I, it, it doesn't take very long to, to, to even playing a, a pop psychiatrist or psychologist to kind of figure out uh, and just to see people you know that are anxious again. And, and, and I'll let you talk. I'm, uh, and and what, what are the health consequences? You're much better at this than I am. No, and so I mean that's that you're 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 on the right track, and so um, I mean we're seeing um, as people are um, you know, being concerned about exposure uh, to COVID-19, who uh, being um, separated uh, from others can be stressful, uh, especially in situations where um, people are under uh, true quarantine, and so we see. Um, you know, some of the consequences of, of very mixed emotions, including, um, you know, significant loneliness, um, separation, and I isolation. Um, when you have to monitor yourself for particular signs and uh, symptoms of, of, of COVID, it could be very um, daunting and, and just have a lot of emotional changes. And so what we're looking at is... Um, you know, the importance of, of the immediate efforts to, to be focused on, on prevention and, and early interruption from a more longer-term mental illness. And so just like we saw uh, post-Katrina as well as post-Hurricane Ike, and, and I would say even and those are, you know, very catastrophic natural disasters as well as um, in 9-11, in um, we saw, you know, there's a lot of data now that shows um, after those uh, serious events, um, there was a, a significant uptick and increase in the prevalence of both depression, um, clinical post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as substance abuse. And so that's what we want to prevent. We want yeah. to prevent um, truly major depression, PTSD, and, and substance use. We've already observed in our community about a 55% increase in the use of, of in purchase of alcohol. Wow. Um, and so that can lead to, to really uh, troubled drinking and, and long-term consequences. Um, and so people really at, at those times really need to turn to trusted resources for mental health support so they can you know, emerge from this pandemic um, resilient. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, too, that, that people are experiencing things that, seem unusual for them um when you were describing this having to take your own you know to monitor your own symptoms and stuff uh whereas day-to-day -day might have seemed uh much less fearful much less anxious now they're seeing is it possible now they're seeing a side of themselves that that they don't maybe recognize and are feeling a little uneasy about that too 
there certainly, I mean, this is where we all get to that point now, in that, that place of self-diagnosing, right? Right, <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, we, I mean, we, there's definitely uh, can be a prevalence of pre-existing mental, mental illness. You know, one out, of, um, one out of five Americans, one out of five Texans in, in, those in San Antonio have an underlying um, you know, mental, mental illness. And so certainly times of, of stress and, and certainly times of stress from a pandemic um, can um, exacerbate um, symptoms, um, underlying anxiety disorders or mood disorders as well. And so, um, and, and, and so we definitely can see an, an increase in the, in the prevalence. Well, and, and the, it seems to me the everyday coping mechanisms um, have been taken away temporarily. Uh, too, is that accurate to look at it that way? Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, things like um, uh, appropriate and, and routine sleep, um, routines of getting up at the uh, same time and in the evening, um, having your outlets, um, whether it's on the, on the on the weekend or um, wherever it may be, um, the, the importance of connecting with uh, friends and, and, and families. Um, who sometimes can be ad hoc counselors as well, mm-hmm. and so that, those um, those uh, those supports um, have certainly been re- been reduced uh, during this crisis, as as uh, many of us are, are you know, staying at home. Talking to Dr. Jacob Cuellar, CEO of Laurel Ridge Treatment Center here in San Antonio, and talking to him about uh, mental health in the time of COVID-19. Dr. Cuellar, you mentioned prevention and and it being very important. What are things that people can kind of do to to help kind of, I'm sure most people recognize this is an issue. What should they do in in terms of prevention? I'm glad you asked that. I mean, because there is help and there's ways uh, to reduce stress in yourself and as well as others. Um, just uh, quickly, especially with, with children and, and teens, as we see them react uh, differently, I'd say first and foremost, don't be afraid to talk, talk about it. Um, and there's a lot of things you, um, you, can, you can talk through, including starting with the basics. What is COVID-19? You know, how is it um, transmitted? Uh, why, are, why are we... Um, you know, self-isolating and doing some of these interventions. But most importantly, uh, be reassuring. And honestly, the entire process is uh, the kids are very um, you know, perceptual, but be reassuring because uh, the fact is most are keeping um, pretty safe, especially for young people are, are staying largely safe through this um, pandemic. And so I would start with those, um, those basics, but also... Um, as you, um, I mean, we find children often uh, very uh, resilient by providing reassurance, and um, I would say one of the most important things is provide a regular routine, hmm. meaning have scheduled meal times, have scheduled um, uh, school times, wake up at a you know set time in, in the evening, but most, uh, but equally as important, have set play times as well, whether it's in the house, in the backyard, front yard, wherever it may be. Um, I do have those those scheduled play times as well, um, and there's a, there's a lot of those things um, um, can 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 certainly happen help, but um, most importantly, you know, this too shall pass. Yeah. Okay. So now that's good if uh, for children and um, talk a little bit too, if you will, in terms. Of, or let me ask you this: Do some of the same things apply? Uh, if you don't have children, the things about the routines and creating uh, structure 
amongst this. So there's a, a I guess a sense of control. Again, I'm uh, I'm playing a doctor on the radio, but um, are those important? Like just adult to adult. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And so it's uh, I'd say for for all of us adults, it's it's finding resiliency and strength in oneself. Um, certainly finding structure uh, in your in your day. Um, with a with a regular routine, uh, start off with your your breakfast and a, and a cup of coffee. If you do need to jump in your car and, and just do a uh, you know a, around the block, um, just to get in that sense of, of a routine, uh, do that. Hmm. Um, if you're not working from if you're not working from home, uh, find some learning activities or something uh, relaxing and, and fun activity to do, um, and. Um, don't um, don't underestimate the importance of plenty of, uh, of appropriate sleep, exercise, and, and eating well, and find little ways to connect with your friends and, and, and families as well. Whether it's you know, talk more, there's nothing wrong with talking a little more on the phone and uh, connect, um, you know, um, through Skype or something along those as well, um, and, and just uh, modeling those kind of behaviors um, go, go a long way. And then, and you know, and that that that'll that'll help for most. And just know also when to seek help. Yeah. If you have, you know, if you do have recurrent intrusive thoughts, um, you know, where the, the fear is overwhelming and your emotions um, just uh, seem to get, um, you know, a little heavier than uh, usual. Um, you know, those are the times to to, to know that. Um, Places like us are, are, are here for you. Um, call, pick up the phone, call places like Laurel Ridge or um, other available health providers, and so you can access, access care. We have licensed clinicians that are a phone call away. Um, you can talk with them if you're feeling overwhelmed or concerned um, that COVID-19 is affecting your ability to care for, for yourself. Um, as well, and and we'll provide some recommendations of whether you need to come in for for an assessment. And that raises the point too that you are open. Um, is that correct? Oh, that's that's correct. We are uh, as a licensed hospital uh, a very essential function, and so we we are open. Um, we are treating patients. Um, our top priority is to maintain the safety of both our. Um, Healthcare providers as well as our patients, and so um, early on um, in early March, we did a lot of modifications to make sure we're uh, maintaining the highest level of safety um, related to COVID-19. And so, uh, things like uh, limiting visitation but offering it through virtual means. Mm-hmm. Um, we screen every patient um, prior to um, entering our lobby. Um, very thoroughly. Every one of our staff um, per shift, um, we provide uh, protective um, uh, PPE when uh, when necessary. We also um, do appropriate uh, social distancing, even in a treatment setting, um, when we're doing uh, therapies and um, other uh, treatments, including with um, with our physicians. Uh, Dr. Cuellar is our guest. Dr. Jacob Cuellar, CEO of Laurel Ridge. Um, where do they find out more information about, we're going to keep talking, but uh, do they go to the website to get some of the resources, the phone numbers, things like that? What's the best way to, to find out more? Yeah, so so absolutely. And so you can go to um, www.laurelridge.com. 
L-A-U-R-E-L-R-I-D-G-E-T-C.com. So it's L-A-U-R-E-L-R-I-D-G-E-T-C.com. Or you can just call our um, general uh, number. It's at Erica 210-491-9400. And we'll have a counselor to, to speak with you. Yeah, that's that's actually really reassuring. And then the only thing I know from uh, doing this show from a long time, and maybe you can address this as well, is uh, because of, of stigma, uh, because of uh, people's perception of, of weakness, uh, none of which are accurate, that, that people won't call when they do need help. Um, how, do you, how do you get folks past that to where they feel comfortable just reaching out and saying, hey, look, and this is certainly a time where they could feel overwhelmed if they weren't overwhelmed before. How do you tell them, hey, it's okay to call? Just that's the toughest part is making the call. Absolutely. Have a very low threshold to reaching out for, for help. I mean, the way I look at it is, um, you know, we, we have many patients that are in our, our care right now and many that pass through our care throughout the, throughout the year. We have over 10,000 San Antonians that pass through our care, um, you know, each, each year. And um, our, our, our folks are, you know, our family members, our neighbors, it's um, every patient that, that, that's in our, our care currently is somebody's mom, someone's dad, someone's daughter and son, your uncle and aunt or, or neighbor. Um, it's a person sitting across from you um, when we were allowed to be in restaurants, and that'll return also. Um, but it's, it's you and I. One out of five of all of us are living with mental illness, and so there is zero shame in reaching out for help. It's, it's literally talking with, a, well, talking with a person. So it's, it's very important for all of us to create a, a very open environment um, and where you, you can question things, but also uh, find the help to, to cope with the stress to prevent long-term uh, emotional and mental difficulties. Um, Dr. Quare, you guys are obviously on the front lines of this in terms of uh, how it's affecting folks uh, and their mental health. What are you seeing as folks are, are reaching out to Laurel Ridge? Sure. And, and then you brought up a good point a moment ago. Um, we're often seeing people um, waiting um, you know, pre- pretty far out before they do uh, present in, in crisis. And so we want people to, to, to reach out to us sooner. And so we've seen some pretty difficult cases in, in recent um, days and weeks, including uh teens who have um, attempted serious overdoses mm. um, once they, um, certain support networks and peers aren't, aren't in place. And so thankfully, they've recovered and we're treating their underlying depression. We've seen um, plenty of uh, adults and folks who've had some trouble drinking as well as um, drug use, including um, whether it's illicit drugs or um, opiates um, that may be in, in the medicine cabinet. And so we're seeing some um, prevalence of that, but um, probably uh, equally to that amount, just a, just in um, a general increase in some of the anxiety and, and mood disorders associated with some of the stresses that you, you may be experiencing, whether it's related directly or indirectly related to COVID. And what I mean uh, indirectly, when there's a, a loss of an employment or um, something along those lines or even domestic violence, um, you know, those are some, some secondary, um, can cause some secondary traumas um, as well. And, um, and, and those, are the, those are the times it's, like any time, okay to, to, to reach out for help. Um, I saw a meme, too, and you can tell me whether 
as you look at the future, as things uh, change and we're being told that, you know, you can go back to work, you, you know, or it's going to be another month, we don't know what it's going to be, but uh, the, the, it was, a, it was uh, something on the internet and the, it was just a headline saying that uh, mental, health mental health casualties will be the next victims of, of COVID-19, uh, implying that, that there was a wave uh, that was going to be coming. Do, do, you, do you see it that way or do you think that – so in other words, do you see, I guess, that this will get more prevalent and uh, worse or do you see it kind of being stable? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually wish that message would be um, potentially more, more, more uh, visible across the board. And so and we, we are constantly as a, as a hospital on, on the front lines with uh, a lot of mental health uh, providers um, trying to echo that, that very concern, how important it is for prevention at, at this stage, because we do um, get very concerned that there's a lot of pinned-up need um, right now that's not going appropriately managed and treated. And so we, we, we do anticipate uh, seeing an overflow of mental illness that will inevitably emerge from this pandemic. And so it's important for us at this, this stage to try to find the most effective, uh, least resource-heavy treatment options for, um, for patients in, in, in need um, at, at this stage. Well, let's do this. Let's revisit some of those um, prevention techniques that you talked about earlier in the show for both uh, adults and children. Sure. Fantastic. And so, yeah, it's, again, uh, don't be afraid to talk about it. You know, start with the basics. Know what uh, COVID-19 is all about. You know, know how it's uh, transmitted and you know, the, the, the public health officials are doing to try to reduce that person-to-person uh, -person, um, contact and, and largely, especially in our community, um, doing a, um, doing um, you know, controlling the, that, that rate of incidence in particular, but be reassuring that you know most most are keeping pretty safe, um, in, including for for young people. Um, but um, all out, um, find resiliency and strengthen oneself, and find structure in your day. Um, find structure um, for throughout your day, and don't forget the importance of appropriate amounts of sleep, um, eating, um, and, um, you know, staying connected with, um, family and friends. Um, you, you mentioned it and you, you keep kind of defining it. So let's, what is, when you say the appropriate amount of sleep, I, I think I know why you're saying it, but why are you saying it? Yeah, and so, I mean, we, we see um, schedules disrupted. We see, um, um, folks who, um, you know, get kind of these hypermanic stages where stay up um, too late, go for long periods um, with, um, with, with interrupted um, sleep, um, and that can be just uh, overall bad for both your physical health as, as well as your, your, your mental health. And so appropriate sleep patterns are, um, are, are, are good to, to your overall wellness. Uh, Dr. Jacob Cuellar is our guest on In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick. He's the CEO of Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. And we've got about just about three minutes left. Uh, um, I, I want to do one more thing. You mentioned that, that if I'm here and I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, that I can call you. And then the number, if I've got it right, is 210-491-9400. Uh, did I get that right? I did. All right. Yeah. Um, and 
if I'll, I'll let you, well, let's just do this. Talk a little bit on an everyday basis what Laurel Ridge does to help people here in San Antonio because um, there's some incredible stories that come out of Laurel Ridge. Well, th- thanks for that. We're, um, you know, like I was mentioning, we, you know, we treat you know, folks of all ages from four on up as old as people get. We're the largest civilian provider for the treatment of uh, military and veteran-related uh, um, PTSD and military spectrum issues in, uh, in the country. And so we have a, a team of uh, psychiatrists, licensed clinicians, um, providing evidence-based uh, treatment um, to care for um, those folks living with uh, PTSD. We also um, treat uh, adults who have uh, mood disorders, including uh, depression, at different different levels. Um, those, um, you know, maybe your um, your parents are um, um, son daughter who may be uh, suffering from depressive symptoms. Um, they come into treatment, get a full comprehensive assessment, uh, see our see our uh, team of clinicians, um, receive uh, evidence-based uh, treatment throughout their, their course of treatment. And during our care, they'll receive family therapy, individual therapy, group therapy um, from a, a very comprehensive team. We are very uh, holistic in our approach, and so we're a very open 18-acre campus in which we have specialized therapeutic services, including activity therapy, um, to, which includes an outdoor uh, ropes course, Hmm. Um, we have um, you know, a swimming pool, basketball course. We we feel you know that large muscle activity is 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 really important as well. Um, our art therapy uh, just really gets those endorphins um, going, um, and so really very effective at at treating treating uh, depression. Um, but we also um, see uh, the most um, illest of, of, of folks in. in um, our community, including uh, those who may have acute psychosis um, as well, whether it's uh, schizophrenia. And, um, you know, uh, patients respond really well to medications who, who are living with um, uh, psychosis. And so, uh, you know, there's no, I really truly believe there's no better um, medicine where you, uh, we not only uh, we restore hope and resiliency and function, um, to a patient, so um, you know, so they can continue to do very well. Um, and again, the number to call is two one zero four nine one ninety four hundred, and the website, Doctor Quare. It's going to be laurelridgetc dot com, and that's where we are saving lives, healing families, and creating hope. Yeah, and and I, and I heard in your description uh, toward the end there. The, the word hope kept bouncing into my mind, so I'm glad you said it. We're going to say goodbye for today. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Cuellar. I'm Milton Glick. Uh, join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.